coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. So uh, what I usually have people do is I have them hold up their notepad, turn it sideways, landscape wise. And then what I have them do is I have them draw a line from left to right and put an arrow at the end of the line. And so that line represents your life and your arrow represents the fact that it ain't over yet. And really what we're looking for here is we're looking for the different times in your life that you felt like your back was against the wall. Mm -hmm. And what it can also look like, because some people get unlocked this way, is that there are times in our life where we're sitting on Google until two or three in the morning because we, we need, we need very much to figure something out to the point that we will lose sleep over it. And so what I want people to do as they're listening to this or later, if you're driving, um, is to put a hash mark in your timeline of these different times. And you'll probably have many of them. Now, the caveat here is don't spend over an hour doing this. That's called paralysis. Okay. Mm -hmm. The first ones that you come up with are the most important ones. Okay. Don't think, well, have I missed one? If you missed one, it's not important. Don't worry about it. Not that it's not important to your life, but not important to this exercise. Mm -hmm. And so once you have your little hash marks on the line, what I want you to do is I want you to look at the different hash marks and think which of these versions of me do I want to serve? Which one do I want to help out? Because here's the deal is when you were Googling until two or three in the morning, then you were trying and failing a lot. You were, you went into one website and then you started reading and you're like, no, I don't think that's it. And then you went to another one and then you were like, I don't know, that might be it, but I don't know if that's it. So maybe I'll try some of this. And then you went to another one and here's, here's the likelihood of what happened is that you picked one thing or maybe a couple things. Sometimes people do that. And then you spend the next two, three, four months working that thing only to find out at the end of the three, four months, whatever, that that actually didn't work. Mm -hmm. And then you started over. Welcome to the show, I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. Hey, I am Martha Krejci and I teach families how to create income streams from home utilizing things that they already know. We start off with affiliate marketing and then we build out many income streams from there. I grew up in a home that was built in like the 1800s, originally had a dirt floor. We put in actual floors before I moved in or before my family moved in. But uh, the table was one of those oval um, wooden tables that had leaves that you could put into it, right? And so there was, I have an extended family. So there was me, myself, uh, I'm sorry, me and myself. There was myself, my mom, <laughs> there, were, there were two of me. Yeah. And then there was uh, my mom and my dad, and we were kind of the nuclear family. And then I have half brothers and sisters that, you know, I have 
three of them, right? And so what the dinner table was like for us is we sat down, um, we would pray before we eat all the time, and uh, they, would, they would ask me how my day went. They would ask me, it was very beaver cleaver. Mm-hmm. And it was maybe the only thing in my life, now that I look back on it and realize, it was maybe the only thing in my life that was beaver cleaver. And so uh, I completely, it has, it has colored and illustrated the way that I romanticize family life mm-hmm. and a family life that uh, really is um, not just functional, but allows the child to thrive because while I didn't have, while, while a lot of other things that were going on weren't that same feel, I was anchored into that every day. And I knew who my parents were and my parents knew who I was and they knew what was going on at school and I knew what was going on for them at work. And, and I think we're really, we're starting to lose that. Well, we've already, a lot of us have already lost it. We, we, sometimes we don't even eat at the same time. And when we do eat at the same time, maybe one of us is on the couch, the other one's at a computer and the third one's playing Barbies in their room while they're eating. And there's a, a disconnect that happens there. And so when I say I romanticize what family life looks like, that's what my goal is to bring us back to that. Mm-hmm. So that's the picture in my mind of, of what I would love for us all to be able to experience. I love that. I love that. And and how how do you envision getting back to those types of experiences? Yeah. So well, first we have to reverse engineer why we're not there. And so my belief it, about why we're not there is that we're working too much. So as parents and as adults, we're working because we're forced to. We're working 40, 60, 80 hours a week in order to make ends meet. I mean, we just look around at the economy and we can see the need for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the pay scale has not gone up, but inflation has. And so where does that, you know, where does that leave us? It leaves us with needing to work more. If you're still doing the nine to five, the, the money for hours, money for time sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if that is the situation that got us to this point where we're not able to really spend that much time or that much um, integrated time with our family anymore, then I believe that the answer is let's get mom and dad away from that grind and let's get them into a place where they can thrive. And so that's why I teach what I teach. Uh, so mom and dad can be able to, to be home, to be present and to be available and if they want to have dinner at the table, they're more than welcome to do so. They're not actually physically removed from the home because they have to be at this other place for however many hours per week. So that's that's how I see the solution happening. Yeah, I com- I completely agree. And I mean, obviously, entrepreneurialism, no matter how you approach that, right? You know that that is a path to be able to take you know, steps in that direction. Right. And, and, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm excited to jump into some of your techniques and what, what you teach uh, yeah. here in a minute. Um, how, how, what was your path to get where you are today? Did you do college and all of that? Or were you, you know, did you, you know, pretty well just go out and, and start doing things on your own? What, what, what was that path? What did that look like? It was messy. It was really, really messy. Uh, on paper, I don't look like, I, I look confused. 
I look <laughs> on paper, mm -hmm. you know how they have that squiggly line to success? Yeah. <laughs> and then they have the straight line. Like mine is really squiggly, like to the point where it looks like a Bob Ross haircut, probably. Like where it's just like many bunches of squiggles. Yeah. And so um, I, I went to college for a semester and that's how I knew I didn't want to go to college. Mm -hmm. And then I was in the restaurant industry. So, uh, you know, hospitality. So server, bartender, manager, ran the gamut there for 14 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was in that space for 14 years. So anybody that if you're, if you're from that background, because a lot of us are, if you're from that background and you're like, can I even do this? What skill sets do I have? Let me just call out your gold right now, because the skill set that you have is that you can anticipate someone's needs like nobody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. The hospitality industry, when you are trying to appease hungry folk that do not yet have their food and still trying to make it okay, you are a special kind of person. And so, um, anywho, I was in that for 14 years and then I got my what I called at that point my big girl job mm -hmm. and I went and I worked at GoDaddy and it was an entry-level position there obviously I didn't have a degree or anything and hadn't ever done anything like it before mm -hmm. and so I I started there and quickly moved up like they had me moved into some really technical spaces within a month of working there. So I was picking things up quickly. I was moving up. I moved into leadership and I was there for about five years. And uh, I thought I was going to retire there. But one day I got a video <clears throat> of, uh, it was, it was a, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a video of my daughter taking her first steps. Okay. And uh, in that moment, I knew I couldn't retire there because retiring there would mean that I was missing these things. And so when yeah. I say I romanticize the, the um, dining room table, I was missing the dining room table. I was, my daughter was taking her first steps, but it was to a phone. It wasn't to me. And while she doesn't remember that and won't remember that, she knows the story now, but I remember it. It is laser etched into my brain. Mm -hmm. It is my driving factor. Yeah, that and was your so motivation. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's uh, whenever people are like, well, what is what is the thing that that made you quit your job? Because on paper, I look like a doggone idiot for quitting my job because my in-laws had just moved in with us. We had just bought a very expensive house. Uh, I held the insurance on the family. I had already brought my husband home from his job because, mm -hmm. and he was taking the video because he hated his job and I was making enough money that that was possible. So if we recap, I was the only person in two families making money. Mm -hmm. And then one day I'm just like, I'm going to quit my job. Yeah. Yeah. Look and, like and an absolute idiot move. And you didn't, did you have any, uh, were you going down this path already of doing any type of, you know, uh, affiliate marketing or anything like that? Did you have any idea, you know, about this, or is this something that, you know, you just jumped off and figured out as you, as you went? I was starting the affiliate marketing side of things. I had started that a couple years prior. I hadn't really caught my like, uh, I didn't really catch wind yet. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like I didn't, I didn't really 
it was not to the point where it was okay to quit my job yet. Yeah. I was not making that amount of money, but I was already dipping a toe and kind of getting curious about it and seeing what this really looked like for me. So what I did whenever I quit my job is uh, I didn't lean on affiliate marketing first. It was a, it's always been subsidiary, right, for me. And what I did is I opened an SEO agency because I'm like have a weird um, cellular understanding of, of SEO and the algorithms and anyway. So because I knew those things, I knew in my heart, I knew I was going to be able to bring on clients. And within the first month, I brought on enough clients that they covered what I would have made at my yeah. job, but I was at home. And so it was already starting to work. Yeah. And and how did you find those first those first customers? Was it just going, you know, knocking door to door? Or what was the how did you oh how did you land those? I am a massive introvert and cannot do door to door <laughs> is what I'm saying. So um, I'm really glad that you asked this question, though, because I was like, should I go into it? Really glad. You yeah, asked. no. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did and this everybody take note of this because everyone can do this. What I did was I went to the Chamber of Commerce, became a member of it. It was like 200 bucks a year back then, still isn't much more than that. Mm -hmm. um, and then what they do is they provide resources and trainings and calendars, <clears throat> excuse me, for uh, other business owners locally in the area. And I knew that when I started, it needed to be local. I knew I needed to be in front of somebody for them to understand my value. I knew that that was going to be a thing. And so mm -hmm. uh, what I did was I offered to do a training on SEO for businesses in the chamber. And while there were only like seven people the first time, at first I was like, man, there's only seven people. But then another part of me is like, that's seven people that don't know you, that yeah. rolled the dice on spending their lunch with you. And so, um, Whenever they came, they listened to what I was training them on how to do. And here's the thing, whenever you have a skill set like this, which mo we can all develop these skill sets. Okay. You're not, I wasn't born knowing how to do SEO. So, um, what I did is I trained them and then the business owners are like, yeah, that sounds legit. That sounds like something that I need. Also, I don't want to do it myself. And so what do they do? They go to the girl that just taught them how to do the thing and they say, Hey, can you do it for me? And then within the first month, I already had seven clients. And yeah. so that was, it was actually paying me a little bit more than I made at GoDaddy. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And that's so, so did it ever, did those meetings ever launch into larger crowds at all? Or was it always, you know, right around that same number of, of people? I'm just curious if word kind of caught on about this, this SEO secret, uh, you know, secret meetings at the chamber of commerce that, uh, that <laughs> you, you had to running. have a special knock to get yeah, in right? the door. <laughs> that wasn't it. Go away. Um, I, I had, well, I mean, it would get up to like 12, and then okay. there was one at 25, but then what really kind of blew the roof off for me, um, because when somebody gets a good SEO person, something yeah. that happens is like, they don't want to share you yeah, yeah, yeah. with anybody exactly. else. So yeah. it's, you really have to be good at your own marketing. But, yeah. um, what happened is GoDaddy actually, GoDaddy has been so supportive of my growth. Like I just love them to no end. I just love them. They're fantastic. They're not just, you know, saying they're for people like us. They really are. But, um, what they did was I went to put on an event for local business women and it was, you know, a hundred, hundred people. And it was at this local hotel 
And I, and I'll never do it again, but I did the whole event myself. So okay. I spoke for like freaking nine hours, which is <laughs> just what is even happening. Got sick the next day. That's how that goes. Anyway, so uh, I told GoDaddy about it. They sponsored it and bought everyone's ticket. Oh, so wow. I, I didn't even, all I had to do was tell people their ticket was paid for and to show up. And they yeah. were like, okay, cool. So uh, that's, yeah, that's where everything really, really blew up is because I had a hundred women in a room that, yeah. you know, some of them were in network marketing and some of them were in these different businesses that naturally just kind of like, you know, uh, crawl out into the community. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, you, you had your, your foothold in as being, I guess, a consultant, right. Teaching people or doing this, you know, for people, um, how did you, how did you cross that over into, uh, you know, the affiliate side and, and I'm assuming you probably started doing that for yourself and then you, you know, realized, Hey, I can go out and teach other people to do exactly what I just did. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. talk a little bit about that transition and, and how that all came about. Yeah. So the affiliate stuff, I had been working alongside it the entire time, right? So I never stopped doing it. I kept doing it and I just got better and better. And as I developed my audience and I really knew who I was talking to, which is the most important thing, you'll hear it from everybody, um, to know who the heck you're talking to and not be too vague. But when I knew who I was talking to, then I was able to deliver the correct affiliate things to them. And then also I created these sub websites, which are still like all over the place um, that are just little tiny niche websites that have a bunch of affiliate stuff attached to them. So it's a bunch of knowledge. It's kind of like an encyclopedia for a topic and then a bunch of affiliate stuff attached to them. So I have it's a little over 350 domains right now. Wow. I've got a problem. I've got a problem, but, um, I, I, so I, I, I kind of have that same problem, but I never do anything with any of my domains. I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good name. I'm just going to go ahead and buy that. I'll use it someday. And then I never do anything with them. So I probably have like, I don't know, 50, 60, something like that. So, oh my but, gosh. uh, yeah, make yeah. little affiliate sites, know, right? little micro should, sites, yeah. man. Um, <laughs> So that's, that's what I was doing kind of in my free time, free time, but mm -hmm. I would, I would create these little micro sites. And so that was all running and that was starting to ramp up. You know, I mean, I was getting into five to 10 K months just on the affiliate side of things, which what it does is it takes the stress and the pressure off of your actual business. Yeah. Because those of us that are starting our businesses are freaking the heck out to see if like, okay, so it worked this month, but is it still going to work next month? Yeah. And then the next month after that, like, am I still going to have clients? Like if I lose a client, am I not going to be able to pay my mortgage? Like there's that kind of stress that can mess with your head mm -hmm. and that can mm -hmm. really mess with your sales because when something has messed with your head, it will naturally mess with your sales. That's how it goes. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I had the affiliate stuff going, but the reason that I switched over to, uh, from the agency model, to the teaching model and the coaching and consulting model. The reason I went over to that is because we had gone to, um, Nora, my daughter was, uh, she was between three and four years old. Okay. And we took her down to Disney World. It was the very first, this is when I lived in Iowa. And uh, it was the very first time I had ever been to Disney World. I was very stoked. And Nora, obviously, first time she had ever been. And so we all went down to Disney World and I remember vividly receiving emails and text messages from clients 
that are like, I need this today and I need this today and I need mm -hmm. this today. And I felt the tether. Yeah, I felt yeah. the leash. And I was like, I did this to be more present with my family. And now I'm realizing this is just another job. It just yeah. looks different. It just looks yeah. different. And uh, part of that is my, my own lack of boundaries. And I allowed that there's, there's, you know, I mean, I own it. I'm not saying it's their fault. I allowed it. So what you allow you, you are telling people to do to you. But uh, when I realized that I was like, okay, I put many businesses on the front page of Google. Like, you know, and that's, that was my whole SEO stuff. Like there are many, many businesses I did that for. And then they, it was never enough. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for me, that was really, really hard to take in because I'm like, there's not, I'm, I'm doing literally what I said I was going to do for you. And it just doesn't ever feel like enough. And I think that that was for me anyway, it felt like a God nudge of yeah. like, this ain't for you. Like yeah. you, you had your season of it, which is what you needed to have to have confidence, to be able to teach it. And then now what it's time to do is actually teach the people, the things. And yeah. so. I backed out of um, contracts that I had uh, gracefully and not just like I'm done, but yeah. like gracefully backed out of those and referred to other people and whatever. But uh, I basically just started doing it on my own and saying, hey, listen, I'm just going to share this with the masses. And so the families out there can start doing the things that I'm doing and uh, and be able to save themselves because I'm just really not in it for the businesses anymore. I'm in it for the families now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And that's again, great, great motivation, great drive to be able to, you know, keep that, keep that perspective, you know, who you actually are doing this for. Yeah. Um, you, you, when we started this, you mentioned that you teach people, I, I can't remember exactly how you phrased it, but essentially teach people, you know, what they already know or how to market, whatever it is that they already know, or how to be an yeah. affiliate for things that they already know. Yeah. Talk a little bit about like, what, what are those types of subjects um, you know, obviously people have, you know, skills all over the place, but like, yeah. how, how does that work? Like, you know, you've got all <laughs> kinds of different, you know, different backgrounds and things that they've done experiences and all of that. Um, you know, talk a little bit about that, what that process looks like. Yeah, this is my favorite. I was, you already saw me starting. I don't know if is is this video, like, are they going to yeah, see video yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, so yep. then you guys saw me starting to dance because this <laughs> is like where, this is where the rubber meets the road for people. Because whenever I say that, it sounds very like poof, like ambiguous. Okay, what, how, why, how can you teach many different types of people the same thing and have mm -hmm. it still work? Um, and it's because it's a template of sorts. And so essentially I have people and I don't have a notepad next to me. This is the first time, like, I need to note this. This is like the first time in history. I haven't no, had a notepad. No, next to me. Noted on your notepad, huh? Yeah. That <laughs> I can't do that you can't. Yeah. Right. So, uh, what I usually have people do is I have them hold up their notepad, turn it sideways landscape wise. And then what I have them do is I have them draw a line from left to right and put an arrow at the end of the line. And so, that line represents your life and your arrow represents the fact that it ain't over yet. And really what we're looking for here is we're looking for the different times in your life that you felt like your back was against the wall. Mm -hmm. And what it can also look like, because some people get unlocked this way, is that there are times in our life where we're sitting on Google until two or three in the morning because we, we need 
we need very much to figure something out to the point that we will lose sleep over it. Mm -hmm. And so what I want people to do as they're listening to this or later, if you're driving, um, is to put a hash mark in your timeline of these different times. And you'll probably have many of them. Now, the caveat here is don't spend over an hour doing this. That's called paralysis. Okay. Mm -hmm. The first ones that you come up with are the most important ones. Okay. Don't think, well, have I missed one? If you missed one, it's not important. Don't worry about it. Not that it's not important to your life, but not important to this exercise. Mm -hmm. And so once you have your little hash marks on the line, what I want you to do is I want you to look at the different hash marks and think which of these versions of me do I want to serve? Which one do I want to help out? Because here's the deal is when you were Googling until two or three in the morning, then you were trying and failing a lot. You were, you went into one website and then you started reading and you're like, no, I don't think that's it. And then you went to another one and then you were like, I don't know, that might be it, but I don't know if that's it. So maybe I'll try some of this. And then you went to another one and here's, here's the likelihood of what happened is that you picked one thing or maybe a couple things. Sometimes people do that. And then you spend the next two, three, four months working that thing only to find out at the end of the three, four months, whatever, that that actually didn't work. Mm -hmm. And then you started over and then you did something else. And then what happened is because you are where you are right now, you now know the answer. You know what worked. You know what you figured out. And so what you can do is that person that is searching, that is you back then, that person that is searching, you're able to now serve that person. And you don't even have to have anything that you sell at all. This is the beauty is because I work with families. Families have a very hard time selling. They don't, they, they want to help. They want very much to help, but they don't really want to create things to sell unless they're an entrepreneur by nature, in which case they're like, yeah, I got all these things to sell. Right. But most people aren't that way. And the people here's like where my heart is, is that the people that aren't that way are getting screwed over left and right by the world that we live in. And so if you can instead look at this version of yourself and say, I'm gonna give them the answer. Hey, it's Matt. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I've connected with hundreds of extremely successful entrepreneurs. We've interviewed multimillionaires, a few billionaires, top marketers, technologists, brokers, and so, so many more. Many of our guests have even landed on the Fortune 5000 or even the 500 list on at least one occasion. These people are doers, and these are the type of leaders that you want to be connected with and learn from. This whole thing started because I know that the fastest way to success was following others who have done what I'm looking to do first. We created Pass the Secret Sauce so that we could get our own business questions answered and that we could get access to the best minds in business. You see, entrepreneurs are my people, and I truly enjoy connecting with and learning from other successful business owners, and I wanted you, my listeners, to be the first to know about something new coming out. 
We're calling this 99 Entrepreneur Strong, and it's a community of like-minded business owners just like you who want to learn from and connect with other business owners to create generational wealth together. 99 Entrepreneur Strong is a community of individuals just like you who want to strengthen their business, learn what techniques are generating revenue for other business owners, and perhaps even collaborating on future projects and products. The goal is to get your business growing so that you can begin creating generational wealth. As you probably know by now, we invest in large multifamily opportunities, and we want to help our network of entrepreneurs be able to do the same. Some of my best friends are business owners, and it's so much fun being able to create opportunities and grow together. With 99 Entrepreneurs Strong, you'll be able to network with people from all sections of industry, from investors looking to deploy capital to new opportunities, project managers looking for investors, marketing experts, contractors, mindset gurus, manufacturers, and so, so much more. I've been at this entrepreneur role for a while, and I know it takes a community to make just one business work. And the 99 Entrepreneur Strong community is my attempt to shorten your learning curve to get you plugged in to leading experts that you need fast. All this so that you can generate the capital to invest in other passive income opportunities, such as multifamily. Unlike other groups, 99 Entrepreneur Strong is a private organization that you have to apply for. Once you're approved in the group, we will match you with other entrepreneurs who we feel you will connect with. We hold monthly mastermind sessions where members will present their business story, what they need, and what they may be struggling with. And the group will offer suggestions, resources, or solve the business problems together. We also will hold other framework sessions throughout the month where other 99 Entrepreneur Strong members will present what they are currently doing in their own companies. Every session will be recorded and added to the library so you will have access to these resources whenever you need them. When you grow your business with scale, you can also impact other areas that are important to you. With the 99 Entrepreneur Strong Project, combined with our portfolio of multifamily assets and network of other entrepreneurs, our personal impact project is to eradicate the euthanasia of dogs. It's a lofty goal, but I know we can have huge impacts when we join together. So by applying to be a member of 99 Entrepreneur Strong, you'll learn how to make your business grow with tactical advice. You'll network and personally partner with other extremely successful individuals. You'll learn about other generational wealth building opportunities. And perhaps the biggest impact is that you'll help eradicate dog euthanasia. With that, I look forward to meeting you, learning from you, and helping you grow. To learn more, go to 99entrepreneurstrong.com. I'm going to create my social media, like I'm going to, on social media, I'm going to show up as the person who knows the answer to this. And then the next thing, the question mark that comes up in their head, I kind of know the journey here because I have a lot of students and this, we go through this all the time. The next question mark that typically comes up in their head is, okay, Martha, but I'm not certified. <laughs> Isn't that funny? We always hear this. I'm not certified to do X, Y, and Z. Am I really allowed to talk about that? And so my answer to you is you are certain, as long as it's not brain surgery, which I don't think you're trying to teach people brain surgery, but you are certified to talk about what has worked for you. You're certified by your life. You're certified by your experiences. And most importantly, you're certified by your results. 
So all you're saying, and I love Alex Hermosi for this. This is what he says. He's like, he's like, all I'm telling you is what worked for me. If, if it works for you, that's cool. And if it doesn't, you know, I'm sorry, but this, I'm just telling you what worked for me. So you're not acting like you know everything about everything, which is exactly what's going to set you apart in the industry, in the world, because you're not coming in, you know, peacocking and saying like, well, I am God's gift to uh, X, Y, and Z. You're just saying, hey, I'm a mom or a dad or a person that was like, I had a hard time figuring this thing out. Even if it's automotive or something like that, like, man, everybody was telling me to X, Y, and Z. And I found out all I had to do was this. And then, and you start creating content around that. And then it becomes very, very easy to weave in the affiliate stuff because it's just an, oh, by the way, here's the tool that I used. Like it's not, it's more about the sharing and the helping. And that's where I'm finding families getting unlocked. I have families in their first month making three to four grand mm -hmm. on affiliate marketing, helping people. It's the unlock. It's the way that we've unlocked them. So that's why I was so excited and dancing. <laughs> no, I, I, and I love, I love the perspective that you use too, uh, you know, about the, the, uh, you know, I'm just telling you what you know worked for me, right? I mean, I think that that in itself has, you know, just a transformational shift. You know, it, it jumps over all of those blocks that people put in their 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 place. Like you said, I'm not certified, or I don't know enough about that, or you know, the, I did this little thing, but you know, I need to know this, this, and this. But you know, you 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 solve that little thing, and that's that's basically what you're saying is, you know, let's focus on those little things that you're that you're. Uh, you're solving for people. Yeah. Um, when you, so, so you have this, this line and you, you find these, these points, um, you know, in your life, is there, is a, is there a concern or is there a, a, a process to go through and make sure that there's an affiliate product that could, you know, be used during those, you know, at those different points or what is, what does that look like doing that research to be able to find out, you know, what that, what that product is or how to, how to sign up to be an affiliate, you know, that whole process. Yeah. Oh, good questions. So, uh, for the finding a product, I am very different than most people in the affiliate marketing world. So if you were to Google affiliate marketing, you're going to end up with a bunch of skis balls. God bless yeah, them. But exactly. I, it is so weird. It is weird and scary out there. But, uh, the way that I teach it is we share what we already use. So we're not going to share things that we don't truly believe in. Mm -hmm. That's there's no quicker way to lose the trust of your people. And if we lose the trust of our people, we cannot help our people, period. So game over. So uh, what I have them do is I have them grab a notebook. And again, with the notebook, yeah, you're looking for it again, visible <laughs> notebook. And so and this time it's upright and you make two columns on a page and the left hand column is I, it's like retail items. So items you can pick up around the house, you know, and then uh, the other side is softwares. So I'm a big fan of being an affiliate for softwares for a couple of reasons, um, because I am very intertwined in the SaaS or the software world. Mm -hmm. And I know their goals. I know their metrics and I know what they will do to help us help them. Mm -hmm. And so uh, because of that, and softwares are typically recurring income, right? So you typically get paid every single month that somebody signs up with your link, you get paid every month 
that they are continuing to use that software. And so uh, with the retail stuff, what I do is I just have them go around and look at, okay, what do you have? So here's a, I don't even know what this is. Ginger peach. Oh, I'm looking at it like an old person. Look at me. Oh, I just look did at it. That. that was one of my first, one of my first old person looks. Okay, so um, I could feel it though. Um, so ginger peach sparkling water from Good and Gather. Okay, so I like sparkling water. It tastes like your feet feel whenever they go to sleep. That like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The tingly, yeah, um, absolutely. Right? Exactly. And so um, I love that stuff. And, and so what we're doing is kind of, we're building personal brand here. I use a toothpaste that doesn't have fluoride because yes, I am one of those people. Um, uh, there are like mugs that I love. So rainbow bright, there's, you know, there's that, there's different things. So you just kind of are going through your home and you're thinking, okay, what are retail products that are here that really kind of define me? Because these products are gonna kind of build your brand a little bit. So there are some things that I use that people define me with some of these things that I use. So if you eat a certain way, so I eat keto and then I also um, do long-term water fasts. Mm -hmm. So I even have a certain sea salt that I use for the water fast and for keto, make sure I'm getting the right um, minerals. minerals. Yeah. And then also there's like LMNT, which is an awesome electrolyte powder to be able to use. So those are things that if people are also keto, I can kind of speak into that just a little bit and say like, here's what, you know, here's what I'm using. So I actually stay hydrated. And, uh, and so what you're doing is you're looking around for things like that. Now, sometimes some of my families, their kids, uh, maybe they're on the spectrum or something. And so they have some sensory toys that they use that are different than everybody else would use, except for people that are just like them. And I'm like, that's the kind of stuff that you need to share because other moms or dads of kids on the spectrum may not know about this sensory toy. And so that you're helping them, right? Mm -hmm. Be able yeah. to see what works and stuff. And then you could just use, well, I'm not gonna go all the way. Just, we only have so much time. And then um, on the other column with the softwares, uh, with, with people that are entrepreneurs, softwares are easier because there's more softwares that we actually use. Mm -hmm. um, but there are still softwares that, you know, families use. Like, so maybe there's one that you use as a planner, as a family planner, or your um, grocery, what apps are you using for your grocery list? So you and your husband can know who's getting what. And, you know, like there are still different apps that you use. And maybe for homeschooling, there are apps that you use, there are softwares. So just go through, what I would do is go through your, um, uh, your monthly, what your, your expenses are monthly and see if there are any apps or softwares in there that you're paying for. So we pay for highlights, mm -hmm. um, the magazine, cause I have a seven year old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's, there's things that you are paying for that. You're just like, you just think that you're spending money. You don't realize you could make money off of that. And so, um, that's what I want them to do. And then to be able to see if they have affiliate plans, most places do. Okay. Businesses are moving over into an affiliate. It, it's so weird because affiliate was skeezy for so long. And now most businesses, even network marketing businesses are heading into affiliate, which is cool. But um, uh, they're moving over into affiliate stuff. So they're wanting to be able to, because it's the smartest business model ever in life. Yeah. And, 
you only pay out when somebody actually sells something. I mean, right. what is, right. there's nothing yeah. more brilliant ever. And so um, what you do is you Google, you go into Google and you type in whatever the name of the toy is, brand and everything, or the software, and then say affiliate marketing program. That's it. That's and it. then yeah. and then you'll come up and see whether they have one or not. And if they don't have one, what I would do is I would reach out to them because there's a lot of businesses that are wanting to set up an affiliate marketing program, but they feel like it's really back burner for them. They don't know who's interested in it. So if you express interest, a lot of my students have gotten businesses to go over the edge and actually create that program for them. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's that's how you become an affiliate. Research who you need to be an affiliate for. And and I, I know I can't. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to wrap my brain. I can't remember. There used to be an affiliate marketing platform. We'll say where everybody would upload all their stuff to. Is that the same platform that you would that that someone like a business who might not necessarily have an affiliate program would they go through and put their their offerings on that same kind of platform or is there a different one that you that you suggest that they you know might you know you could you could suggest to the other business to, to go through is that yeah they there are all sorts of them so there's share a sale there's clickbank there's clickbank um, all, that's the one yeah, yeah there's commission junction there's all sorts of platforms um Whenever you're on those platforms, like it's really valuable. I see a lot of retail on those platforms. I see some personal dev and financial stuff on there. Um, in those platforms, it's almost like you're putting your offer on Etsy. And what I mean by that is you're now at the, um, you're at the mercy of their internal algorithm. They call it a gravity score and ClickBank mm -hmm. as to who's going to be popping up and who's going to see your stuff, right? Uh, what I actually suggest is setting up your own, uh, your own affiliate program. There's softwares all over the place. So it depends on what you're using. So if you're using like a, um, uh, Shopify cart, or if you're using WooCommerce, or if you have retail versus personal dev, or how deep you want the um, the uh, commission structure to go. Like in my own stuff, I have two levels of commission structure. Um, it depends on a lot of different things, which software is going to be best for you. But what I would suggest is that you find a good software. And then, I mean, shoot, you could hit me up because I'm literally building an army of affiliates that send warm referral traffic, like the way that I send traffic. So that's, we just started that program a little over a month ago and we already have over 500 people that are wow. doing it. So we have businesses come in that just go boof, just yeah. because they came in and my people are like, oh, cool. Cause they know how to share stuff without being skis balls. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, and I was just gonna, that was kind of the next question is, you know, you, you have, you're signed up for your, for your affiliate programs, whatever that offering is, whatever those products are, yeah. you know, do you have to go and build websites and keyword optimize them? Or what's like, how do you, how do you actually sell this? How do you monetize this once you have this all, all this research and all these things all set up? Yeah. I love this. You're, you're good. You're really good <laughs> with the questions. Um, so you don't need to do a website. I would say eventually do a website, but don't get paralyzed by a website right away. That's not necessary. All that you need to do is social media to start off with. Uh, now, if you do not want to show your face, 
because there are people that are concerned with safety. And I have a lot of families that are military and first responder families, and it's just incredibly unsafe for them to show their face and their kid. You know, I mean, it's just, it's a safety yeah. thing. And so what they do is uh, they create accounts that are basically, they're, they're obviously helpful for the solution. They don't have their face on it, but it's obvious that the account is kind of like I said before, it's like a microsite, but it's an account. It's helpful for the solution of what they help people do, right? And so that's how you do it without actually showing your face. But if you're okay with showing your face and growing it as a personal brand, which a lot of people are okay because they kind of want to be, I think a lot of people in the back of their mind a little bit, they're like, I want to be an influencer. Yeah, like, why, yeah, right. why, is, why is Kylie a billionaire? You know, yeah. like, I could take some of that. I could totally do that. But um, for if that's you, then all you do is on your own social media, you just kind of, it's you don't do it all the time. So I would say one for every five posts that you make can be like a referral post. And it's still not... You're not, okay, I don't know why. Okay, we need to have a moment here. <laughs> I don't know why um, affiliate, like companies that sell products through affiliate marketing, they give people these graphics and they look like little billboard graphics. Okay. But what do we do when we see a billboard graphic? Like we keep scrolling because we're like, I don't want to be sold. If I wanted yeah. to be sold, I would be going and buying something, right? It doesn't ever make you stop and say, well, I wonder what that is. Never, yeah. never. And so, what we need to do is just bypass all these graphics, God bless them, but all these graphics that people are giving us, what we need to do instead is we need to show us or, you know, like our family or something that is happening in our house or whatever. Um, typically people stop at eyeballs, okay? So if it's you looking at the camera, people love eyeballs, kids, and pets, mm -hmm. okay? And best if you have the pets eyeballs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you wouldn't, but I'm just, I guess I'm just going to veer away from that. So um, whenever you have pictures of that, people are already going to stop. And then if you have your hook as to what, and, and your hook is going to be your first line of copy, your hook is going to be like what it does for you, what the thing just did for you. Mm -hmm. right? And so like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe you just took a keto supplement and you got into ketosis in five hours flat. That would be very interesting to somebody who wants to go into ketosis because usually it's like, man, am I in yeah. yet? And yeah. so, um, cause they pop out and then they're like, anyway. So if you say that, like, I just got into ketosis in five hours flat, no lie. Now don't put a bunch of exclamation points cause those feel salesy. Yeah. Like exclamation points equal, you're about to sell me something. And then you just kind of describe a little bit like, listen, I didn't think it was true either, but yesterday I was at like 0.1 whenever I tested my blood or whatever. And uh, today I'm at like 0.7, which means you're in ketosis. I, I have never before done this in less than four days, mm -hmm. but I just did it in five hours and it's absolutely nuts. So if you're a keto person and you accidentally or not accidentally ate some bread yesterday, Yesterday. Now you're out of ketosis. Here's how you can pop in super quick. By the way, if you want it, no big deal, but the link is in the comments. Don't put your link in your copy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Facebook doesn't like that. Facebook in specific does not like that. It will, your algorithmic push is going to go 
you got a wet blanket on everything. So you just say, hey, if you if you want to try it, no big deal. If not, you know, whatever. Um, but the link is in the description if you want to use what I used. And it's so, oh, by the way, yeah, like so incredibly, oh, by the way. And so that would that's that's how you do that. I love it. I love it. So, and and again, just to kind of recap where you went before too, you know, you have these different products that again, if you're using social media, you're kind of developing this, this persona of a person who likes ketosis and, you know, herb supplements, all that kind of stuff, like all of that falls into that genre, which by the way, you, you mentioned that no fluoride toothpaste, what, what's your favorite toothpaste? I'm, I'm curious, because I I'm the same way. So I found yeah. the silver one on Amazon that, that we're using right now. And I don't even know what the hell name of it is, but it's, it's really the, good. So the Tom's one, it's so not I, times. No, it, oh. it's, it's in like a, it's in like a, like a, like a foil kind of wrapper kind of sort of, it's all oh. silver. So I'll look and see, I'll let you know what, what, what it is, but I don't remember. I use, uh, I use thieves toothpaste from young living. You can get it on Amazon as well. That's where I get it is on Amazon, yeah. but it's the best. And also my gums don't bleed. And I used to have really sensitive gums. Oh, my gums don't bleed with it either. It's crazy. Ah, interesting. And and I guess that was something that popped in my head before too, when you were saying, um, you know, the different affiliate links, do you use Amazon? You know, I forget what they call it as well, but like having the Amazon uh, sellers or whatever it is, right? I So I don't do the Amazon store because I think that's weird. Yeah. I think it's the weird experience of, hey, go to everything that I want or everything that I use and it's like my store. I think that still gives a salesy experience, whereas I just use my Amazon affiliate links. Mm -hmm. But something to like a bonus nugget here about Amazon affiliate is that they have a 24 hour cookie. Now, what that means is that anybody that clicks your link, anything that they buy within the next 24 hours of clicking your link gets attributed to you. So you get a percentage of that. Now, what's really important about that is that A, they don't even have to buy the thing you suggested. So whenever you're suggesting Amazon stuff, I strongly suggest um, suggesting inexpensive things so they can go over to it through your link and then anything that they get is going to get attributed to it. It doesn't matter if they buy the thing that you suggested. And then the other thing is that uh, whenever you have like Amazon Prime days and um, uh, Black Friday, so within 24 hours of Black Friday going live, you should be sharing Amazon Prime links because people are about to go nuts the next day and it all gets attributed to you. Yeah, that's that's really, really interesting. And, and uh, does it, does Amazon, like if, if they were to visit your site and then they visit somebody else who also has a cookie, do, does your cookie get overwritten? So then basically they, the other, the other one is now being tracked. Is that how it works? I do believe that that's how it works. I haven't okay. gotten clarity on it. So I'm going to assume the worst possible scenario, yeah. which would be that it would overwrite the cookie if they go to somebody else's something or other. Yeah. 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 This is, this is really, really cool. I love that you you wrap this all together in, you know, this business model that, again, like you said, this is, it's not even what you know, it's what you use, it's it's your life, it's the things that you like, right? And that's, yeah. you know, that's that's cool. And, and it also probably, you know, helps you try to explore new things too, right? Like other things, you know, maybe that you might not have tried before, you know, but now this is another opportunity to be able to, you know, grow your, your, usefulness and and pass this on to other people so yeah really yeah. really cool the income streams like that can generate from this because 
when I first started teaching this stuff, I was teaching people how to do courses and become coaches and blah, blah, blah. And they were hitting that paralysis point of, I don't know who my people are. And yeah. I'm like, how do I get them past this place? Because it's a confidence thing. It's a, there are so many paths, which do I choose thing? And it was like, how do I, like, I consider myself in ed tech in a certain capacity because I'm always trying to figure out new ways to get people unlocked yeah. to actually be successful, right? And so what I determined is that when they do it via affiliate marketing, not only do they take the stress off because they're making money, so like we're no longer thinking we're worthless, we're actually yeah. doing something. But what happens is that people will start asking them questions. And then what, what they can do with that is they can just bundle up. You know, if, if people keep asking them, which is what happens, they'll mm -hmm. keep asking them the same questions over and over and over again. And then they'll realize, oh my gosh, okay, so that is something I can double down on. Okay, that might be a signature program. That might be a low cost course. Now we're looking at things you could actually do yourself with the confidence because people are literally coming to you and asking you. Yeah. And so it was just a new doorway into all of the other stuff that they can do. And, and what is the time frame that you would say that someone would need to, to like, you know, I want to start doing this. I'm going to jump in today. How long does it take before you start generating, you know, the, the, the revenue? And, and this is basically starting from scratch. Um, yeah. Any, any, any insight into that? can make money the first day. I have people make money the first day. You don't typically get paid out the first day because right. there's always a little bit of a window in case somebody refunds something. So I've seen it up to 90 days in that window, but I've also seen it as low as a week. So there are some people that get paid within seven days for something that they did the first day. You, you make that first post and you're going to be making money. Like it's yeah. just, it, it's a crazy thing to say, but it's absolutely true. I love it. I love it. If if uh, pe people want to learn more about you, your your services, your trainings, what would be the best way to reach out and get in touch? Yeah. So my website is withmartha.com. That's kind of my hub for everything. But then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram and everywhere. Honestly, I'm the Martha And that's not because I think I'm a big deal. It's because there's literally another Martha Krejci, <laughs> if you can believe it. What are the chances? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is this is great. And I, I absolutely, again, love your love your uh, the whole approach to this, you know, helping families and helping people, you know, get back to the dinner table. And, and uh, you know, that's a that's a great, you know, that's a great, you know, use of your time and great, great target. So love it. Love it. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been exciting. No, I, I, I'm excited about all this. So <laughs> I, I can't wait to get this thing launched and and have people. Uh, you know, jump on this. So yeah. love it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.